Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's uh, episode. You know, I say today because we used to do this every day, but this episode it's uh, we do it twice a week now. Today's episode seven hundred and thirty-two, and I am excited to uh, have a guest here with me, Michael. And I'm going to guess and probably mess his last name up. Is it Magrucci? Magruch. Magruch. All right, I pronounced the e at the end, and I apologize. And with a name like oh, Kellen, it's Fluker, horrible. You're, it's yeah, horrible, it's, Kellen. It's 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 the worst thing you could have done. I'm gone. I'm I'm already gone. I'm gone of that. No, no, I don't. All right. Well, I love I love having Michael Magruch here with us, and we're going to talk about a lot of interesting things. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Caroline, for giving me the the space and the canvas to paint. Yeah, I love that, and I love the fact that you talk about art. And uh, even in our brief pre conversation, you said you'd done a whole bunch of interviews in the last little while, and your 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 fun is create co creating in the moment. But let's get started. I have a first question that I always start with, and I don't have a list, but I always start with this one, and that is this. I define your ultimate life as having a life of, and I realize everybody has their own thing, but I define it as having a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your gifts. And that's the, the definition that I use. It works for me, and that's a starting point. So how would you define living your ultimate life it's awesome because you are the system king i told you you're the system navigator and i'm the one that can't fit in the systems right uh because i'm neurodiverse and and and, and stuff and and uh, i'm an art that's why i'm an artist because that's the only way uh, realm where i could actually flourish and feel like i'm part of the whole and um i see life nobody defines life uh, there's no, I mean, everybody has ideas, what it's about, why we do it. Uh, there's a system definition of religion, politics or whatever. Uh, but even the thing of what is abundance, what is this? And I define success as in system definition of success. I defined for humans and nature as fulfillment. That's how I, I I see it. I see it as a fulfillment because I was running against the wall like everybody else till I was 50, 55. I was hitting the wall, hitting the wall again because I'm, 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 I'm similar than you. I'm an A personality. So I said, it must go now. It, and I don't, I don't care. It just needs to go. So what happens was that I realized through art, through art creation, not through the art product, because we have this imagination that art, the art world, there's something holy about it, and there is, but the, the juice is in the creation. It's the journey to create something, and the creation is basically a physical manifestation between our non-physical and our physical. It's a conversation. 
And what comes out of the conversation, the physical manifestation is the song, the poem, the painting, whatever you create. And, and I was so frustrated about why, uh, you know, 97% of artists on the poverty level all around the world, when everything we find holy, all our systems, Apple, Nike, our states, uh, everything is is all created by man. It is it is 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 a creation, and the highest form of creation is with no purpose. It's not so. It's probably easier to make a better iPhone than bring making the first iPhone. You know, so so in the creation, in that process, there's so much power and there's so much grace and there's so much. You can't even do it in magic in it, in you know, but but we we look at it. These people in the system are, are not valuable, and and systems try always to get. There's no honoring from human to what it really is because what what is art? It's a hobby. Uh, that's what what people say. Or he's just lucky because he he had good a, a guy. You know, Elon Musk buy his painting. That's why. It, it's always an excuse. It's not the limitlessness that humans express in a conversation between the, uh, you know, the conscious and unconscious. It's it's just it's just something you do, and the market, the art market that we know it is like a selling bicycles. It's like a Walmart for products. So I want to ask a couple things. You've said some really interesting things. I want to dig into here for a minute. Dig in. You use the word uh, fulfillment. Mm-hmm. That it by itself is an intrinsic sort of definition. Uh, so I want to dig into a little bit about what is fulfillment for Michael. I'm going to give you like three things yeah. so you can do this. So one is what yeah. is fulfillment for Michael? Another one is you said this con- conversation between the conscious and unconscious and the creation of the art, whether it's music, art or whatever, mm-hmm. is the outcome of that conversation. <clears throat> I really liked that definition and so i want you to talk a little bit more about that let's just do those two there's a third one but i'll do that in a minute so tell me about fulfillment and tell me about this uh conversation between the conscious and unconscious that produces something okay so uh the fulfillment is when you had an orgasm not the orgasm but when you had it it's like the release the I feel good. I feel when you have, um, when somebody tells you, uh, I, I, I like you, Kellen, you are a great speaker and your person helps me. That triggers in you all kinds of endorphins and all kinds of other things, which we know, but it makes you worthy, makes you relevant. And I think fulfillment is the precursor to recognize happiness when you are fulfilled you say i don't need that when you eat a really good meal and you say oh my god i eat every day but this meal just i had the right person with me right people it's just a high point in my whole life and Mm -hmm. that's fulfillment and it has nothing to do if that was if you ate a mcdonald's See, it doesn't have it. It's 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 the the combination of energies that you that bring that up. 
you know? Or if you were in the finest restaurant in in southern France in on this on the on the sea and the Mediterranean, it doesn't matter. It's just the feeling. And what do we do? Look at what how we the advertising. Everything says goes to that. Yeah, you could have that feeling, but when you feel sick, it doesn't matter if I plug you into a Range Rover and put you in the south of France. When you don't feel when you feel ambiguous you feel like crap and and it doesn't matter if you have billions that's why people when they die this they don't say oh my god i wish i would have gotten another million i wish i would have bought that row of hotels that i wanted to buy they say <laughs> i should have been with my animal i should be more in nature i should have cared for the friend that loves me and told me always he loves me and it's not a guilt feeling it's just a human feeling and fulfillment is for me, a success indicator in you in the human context, in the system context, success is you reach the goal, and then you go back to zero for the next quarter. But you reach the goal, you reach the goal, and it gives you just a jolt of fulfillment, and with me, which means the awareness that you could do it. But mm-hmm. it's not. It's basically. What system says it's hard to do, and you do it, gives you a little jolt. You got to do. You got it. You did it. And fulfillment for me is, is that I'm fulfilled now with you. I'm fulfilled right now in this moment. Oh my God! I like having digging into that. You know. Mm-hmm. And then the second part is on the on the conversation. The conversation. The product is always less than the conversation. That's meaning it's like um, your love to somebody and then you get married. The marriage is the, the act of marriage is not the play that you have with that significant other. Mm-hmm. It's the awareness. It's like, it's the system want to sell it to you that once you have a big wedding, that's it. But it's not it. You know it. It's mm-hmm. not it when you win the Oscar. It's not it. I know so many people with Oscars and Grammys and system accolations. They're, they're short time things. Then you go for the next Oscar. Then you go for the Grammy because you had already an Oscar and then you need an Emmy. It, it's just always more. So we we live in, we live humanity through through systems and we get these jolts of of a sea of constant lack because once we have it we need to get the next and it's not an, an expanding this is expanding right now you ask me a question that i don't know and i explore it i have a journey of exploration with you where i'm a listener and you are a listener that's what the juice of life is so I love the I, I love the that the product itself is a representation of, but by definition almost less than the process of getting yeah. there, Much which less. is the yeah. exploration and the act of creation. It's yeah. fun because you're you're an artist, and I, I've dabbled in acrylics, but I'm, I wouldn't call yeah. myself an artist. But it's funny because you talked about artists, and this was the third thing. 
not being valued, those that are willing to put themselves in the crucible of creation, of, of memorializing the conversations between the seen and the unseen. And then we don't value that very much uh, occasionally because someone happened to buy it or whatever. And right this minute, right before the call, I was listening to a message from a client of mine who right now is in Miami at Art Basel. Yeah. And, you know, you, you'll you know what that is as an yeah. artist. I didn't until he explained it to me a while ago. But yeah. he's there the first time. He's just, somebody brought him there and he has some tremendous opportunities. And he was just explaining to me all that's going on and all the things that are coming up for him. And some of the names that he's introduced to and has a chance to paint for and everything are pretty impressive. But that experience for him is the is the thing. And whether it produces amazing commissions or some NFT opportunities or whatever it is afterwards will be the memorialization of that. But the thing that's real valuable, really valuable and, and lasting is the experience of becoming not the actual thingy as you mentioned oscar emmy wingili whatever it is that comes out of it and that is truth because life and life is only our collection of experiences of becoming and that's all the rest is decoration yeah and it's the icing on the cake so if he paints for let's say Elon musk said it art basel paint me a painting, make me a sculpture, sing me, do me a song, song whatever. It, 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 it's not that it is irrelevant if Elon Musk wants it, wants it. It's irrelevant that he gets a lot of money. money. It is the challenge that he says, I need to do something for this person. Now, you can say, you can play it like you do in the system and say, okay, what does he like? He likes red. He likes this, so I'm gonna make him a red. I have some guidance what what Elon likes, and I will do do that to satisfy him. But then you're already selling out. Then you're already not selling out, not selling out, but you already creating with a purpose, like creating a better iPhone. It, it, the, the real juice is you have no that's why i'm so addicted to to being a guest on the podcast because the moment is so juicy i don't care if nobody listens to this it that's it that's doesn't matter it doesn't matter to me i have nothing to sell i love we need to all live i'm you know please, please understand me we all need to live we all need to make money and i love money but it is not what's juicy it's not what makes my skin crawl my skin crawls when I'm right now with you and what I just see what comes in and watch myself and say, oh my God, Kellen and I, we, we connect, you know? Why do you suppose, I agree with you and I like, I really, I'm really enjoying what we're doing and you're thinking about it. Why, why do you suppose that, as I talk to people and they ask me like, what is coaching? Why do you coach? And I say, well, I help people that are want to, that want to end addiction to mediocrity, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Why do you suppose the system that we live in and participate in by and large rewards mediocrity, uh, downplays or doesn't value the act of creation and the momentary exchange of humanness? Why do we live in such a mess that most folks don't, experience that or if they do it's secondary or they downplay it 
Why do we live in this sort of half-baked universe? We already in a metaverse, number one. We already, systems are our metaverse because we are not a tribe anymore. So mm -hmm. you find your wife, you create uh, a twosome and also, you know, you, you like each other. You Why do we have even, why do we couple up? It's the microcosm of our drive of being inclusive. Our DNA drive is not to be separate and, 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 and being the big warrior or the big CEO. Our life is to be inclusive of everyone. Systems have separated us in genders, number one, because the, the king didn't know what to do. He needed the warriors, but he didn't know what to do with the woman. So it separated us in genders. We're in, the, we're in the world other than procreating, which nature in nature cares for if you're a man or a woman. Everybody has its function. And then we conquered these, all these lands. And then we said, oh my God, uh, there is people that look different. They have different color of skin and they have different eyes and they, have this, they are big, they're tall. We need to stereotype them. We need, because the limited system, which is created by humans, is, is it's not like God created those systems. We created that. We are the God of systems. And that's why we can change the systems, but we cannot submit to system. That's like you, 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 you make a doll and then you ask the doll, okay, should I invest in this or what should I do? You can't, you can't submit to something you created. And it just, and, and we have been out conditioned and forgotten and this is what happens right now, that we are the highest, highest living beings with nature. We're part of nature. And in nature, you exist. That Your existence is proof that you are valuable. Not in systems. Because the, the beggar on Fifth Avenue thinks he's zero system worth. He's a nuisance. And everybody else that walks around him or on the other street or talks to him or gives him money. So he actually influences more people than you and me. Are, are unconscious about it. They reacting, they're not acting, they reacting to there's a beggar and what they, they feel is, and that shows our interconnection, our inclusiveness. I could end up with like this because in the system, we can uh, uh, end up like a rich person or a poor person. In nature, it doesn't. It doesn't exist in nature. So, so we, we, we are unconscious, the rich and the poor. We boast the billionaire and the beggar. Think about money all day, all day long. And what we do by that distraction is we're not living life. We're here to explore, to experience. It's an experience, uh, whatever you call it. It's an, an experiential experience you know it's not a knowledge experience and what you get is you become aware you become aware okay when i touch the stove i'm burning my hand so now i'm aware of heat if there's no knowledge I, I, it's like i'm, I'm going to be in in love you can read every library book in the world about love if you haven't felt love and experienced it you will never know what love is. And it shows you the weakness. I say these, these metaphors because it shows you how weak knowledge is. 
It's a system-defined navigation uh, rules. You know, when I go and talk in tech, I need to do this. When I know that, and and you are the king of them. You are extremely good in this because you see as coach all this, and you say you want to be a you want to be a better person at Art Basel. You need to do this, and you tell him all that stuff. So, but I'm pulling even more back the zoom. See, you already zooming out in the mm -hmm. systems, but I'm zooming out mm -hmm. of, of thing, not as a spiritual thing, but I said, what is humanity? What is humanity? How does it, so when I'm stuck, I would say, how does how does the nature handle a conflict? There's two dogs, they bite each other and they run away. They're not just killing one dog after the other. The, the lion in, in the in the desert is not just, you know, getting one gazelle and then get all others and say, I'm the best because I've I've killed fifty thousand gazelle. There is no there is what you need in the moment. And if you don't find something in the next moment, it doesn't really matter because you know you're gonna find something. And I think that's an awareness that gives you an unbelievable power. It, it, it just it, it, it just amazing but you know you need to be aware that's why what i preach you need to be aware uh, is your stress and your 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 headache and all the stuff from systems or is it from humans so this is really interesting thread i want to go down this road a little bit more oh. if we are conditioned because of systems if we're conditioned because of values imposed externally and the value for the object instead of the experience and you described mm -hmm. it well the set of experiences that that is how most people seem to function they're overcome mm -hmm. by the system they participate unconsciously as cogs in the system what would you say because as a coach one of the things i do all the time is help people see who they're really being right and instead of mm -hmm. what they could be Mm -hmm. What would you suggest to someone who says, wow, I've listened to this podcast or read some other book or seen something, and I want to stop participating so much in the system. I want to go in it for the experiences and so forth. What would you tell someone or how would you help them to wean their dependence on systems and approval and externalities and participate more in, in the conversation between the conscious and the unconscious and be the artist mm. that creates their life? Mm. I think, and there comes my key word, awareness. Uh, I, I think once you are aware that you are a man, you will be different than when you're a woman. Once you're aware you have uh, you're a certain race, you're a certain gender, you, have, you, you, you act differently. I'm not even saying in the system, like also on on the prairie, you you act differently. You, you know this is what humans do, and this is what women do, and this is what men. And and so you 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 act accordingly. Once you're aware, so so if I'm saying always this example, I say, if I say I have a million dollars, I give you right now. The pure awareness. You don't have to take it. You don't have to donate it. You you don't have to. You can do it, but you have to act. The moment you, that's why awareness is so powerful. The moment you are aware that cigarette smoke is not because systems say it, it's not healthy. And, and, and there is a human awareness that cigarettes are not, but we gave out cigarettes in, in maternity wards to calm down the hysterical woman. 
because the woman, first of all, it's bullshit anyway, but the system have conditions us and we have a third superpower after creativity, human dialogue is the second and the third is the is the adaptability. We are so good to adapt to systems and make them work. We started to over generation believe, which you know is the shiny object system. We we believe the bullshit, you know. Yeah. We believe our own bullshit. That that that's the whole thing. We say, oh my god, we created Shanghai from a harbor, ugly harbor to to a super city, and that's like, wow, that's better than anything. But when I look at that, I say, that's amazing too. But I say. I'm a part of that, of, of the humanity that created that. You know, I'm part of Apple. I'm not saying Apple is better than me. I'm saying I am a part of Apple, of Nike, of, you know, all the things that I would like, you know? And I say, and I look at that differently. And I think that part compartmentalizing, are we in a system now? Why, is, why am I distressed? Why am I not fulfilled? And usually you can say that, because you're not in the moment. So when you, I find myself, I caught myself today, I felt ambiguous. And I said, why do I feel that? And I felt an emotion just ran, oh, you're gonna go at work or this and this and this. And I said, I'm not in the moment. I am not in the moment. And the moment you are not thinking about the future and what you have to do and what you, you know, what you did before and you are now, that's where you can find fulfillment. You cannot find fulfillment in a mind construct. If I say, Kellen and you, you and I, we will do the greatest show on earth, you know, it feels good. We're gonna do, we're gonna do this, 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 this. All feels good. But then we think about that, and your wife or my wife or or a partner will sit behind us and we will sing, I wanna be thinking about Kellen and I wanna. You know, and, and you're not present. You're not present right now. It's like somebody told me before, um, and I'm to, to write an article about something. And I I don't think about that right now. I just thought about that as, as, a, as an example. I could pull that in, but it doesn't make, make it, it pulls me away from you and from the moment. And that's where you feel ambiguous because you're not now. Now is the fulfillment. Now is where you find the fulfillment. If I'm the artist at Art Basel, mm -hmm. I wouldn't think about the, the, what opportunities I had. I would go and take it moment by moment. This is how mm -hmm. I would enjoy it. I would just, I would just be there and say, "Oh my God, look at all these reflection of of conversations!" Right? I would say, because just when I say that to you, you will never look at an art because you got now aware. It's a conversation. It's a product of a conversation. It's a result. It's the Think of a conversation. You will never look. And this is where the power is. I'm a seeder. I'm seeding, you know? You will never look, you will never look at at an artwork the same way because it, that was the conversation that he had with his unconscious. It's amazing that this came out. Ugly or good, it doesn't matter. And I think the more you have that conversation, the clearer you get. It's like coaching. You know, if you go to a running back and you 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 do you you do that sprint or whatever, you do it over and over and over, and it gets clearer and better and 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 think it's the same with with the skill of art. 
communication to your unconscious it get, or your subconscious. You know, of the non-physical, I say it's more correct is you have a conversation with the non-physical and what comes out of that talk, of that interaction is the painting, the music. And that is that is magical. That is fulfilling by just being aware of that what art is, not the product. The product is beautiful. And you know how, how why the product, why somebody pays money for a product? Because he feels that's an inherent. You know, our art is an inherent superpower, which is the mm -hmm. number one, you know, that's my number one. And so when when you look at a painting and says, I don't care what it costs, I don't care. And that and and all the system uh, qualification, because why would a basquat be millions of dollars and my painting is eleven thousand dollars or whatever, you know? So right. So, so then, because the people feel they resonate with what Basquiat did. Obviously, the market has influence. I'm, I, I'm not saying the market has no influence, but they say, I don't care. They, on some, and very often it happens that people say, I don't care. And I pay that. I pay that kind of money because, I, and there's no reason, rhyme or reason or logic to pay for that. For that. Because the guy isn't a brand. Uh, whatever, and they say, I want it. Often happens in music, and you're a musician, right? So there's three, uh, there's two things I want to do right now, and then I want to ask uh, you one more question. One, I want to, you mentioned three superpowers, and I want to make sure this is a little summary for the listeners. Yeah. One is you said the creativity. Two, you said human dialogue in the act of creation that we've been engaging in. And the third one was adaptability. And I love that. And I just wanted to re-mention those three things yeah. for people to think about. The other thing I ask you and you answered in that uh, conversation is I said, so how do you, how do we help ourselves be less in the system and participate more? And, and you said, be present in the moment. And you use the advice to, to my client in art, Basil, to just be there. And I, I smiled a little bit when you said that because the final instruction, as he was all worried, you know, he said, I was really worried and this and that and the other. And I said, look, just go there and be there. That's all. Just go be there. Observe. Observe. Yeah, just, observe. just participate yeah. in the thing. All right. So the final question I have for you is because we're coming up to our half an hour is yeah. there are going to be people who listen to this that are going to want to know how to find out about your art, about your books, about your other things that you've done, maybe other episodes of people's podcasts you've been on. How can someone find out more about you to hear more of your conversation, your thinking, your work, your dialogue, et cetera? Tell us how to find you. Michaelm.com. That's it. Michael with two L's, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-L-M.com. -L -L so Michaelm.com. And you get to me in, in one way or another because I'm, an, I'm not a coach. I'm certified as a coach. But I, I'm, I'm I'm not a coach. What I'm is an educator. What I do here right now. So that, what what you and I did mm -hmm. is what I do. So I'm an awareness and creativity and awareness educator. I get you to 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 open up and and system. By the way, I want to really say that systems are not bad. They just they just um, they just got took us away from helping us because every system has a very good starting point why you want to do saving people uh bringing people to religious they all have good intent but they're based on financial principles and by that every system by that it's 24 7 
versus humans that need to sleep, have circles, have, have, have uh, you know, are organic. And that's our stress uh, today. And once you see that, we can, because we since we created the systems, we can alter systems to become human adapt. And there's a lot of money in that coaching, by the way. To, 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 to coach, to make systems human adapt versus insisting on making uh, uh, static systems stronger or and using other systems. We, we are the number one and we need to have systems become number two to support that we can actually, like Zoom right now helps us to expand our human potential, not making systems stronger. I, I love that. And as a final thing, I just want to, again, underline something you said. Yeah. Two things. One, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-L-M dot yeah. com. So those of you who want to find him, he spells it with two L's and it's a little bit different. So know that. The other thing is, I love what you said about systems. Are, they're okay, but then they become constraining and they become doubly constraining when we sort of force ourselves or others to adapt the system yeah. instead of making the systems yeah. function as as expanders of the human condition yeah. and consciousness. Yeah. I want to thank you for being with us today. Michael, You're welcome. wonderful thank to you have so a much. chat. Yeah, anytime. Right, I want to, thank you. I want to encourage all of you to listen more than once because there was a lot of dense uh, material and a lot of unpacking in ways you can understand this. And remember, as always, this podcast is to help you live your ultimate life with more purpose, prosperity, and joy. Open your heart in this time Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart.